When the sun shines high, Christmas lights are unneeded. In the darkness of winter, Christmas lights and Christmas joy are bright and loud and beautiful. And needed. It has always been this way. As easy as it may be to imagine the first Christmas through a sparkly and sentimental lens, with some Unitarian ministress plinking trite melodies on the piano's most annoying keys, to imagine a beloved young bride holding a fat-cheeked son as her gentle husband gazes on in adoration, the truth is nothing like a tidy stable set in a northern European snow globe. It is nothing like any nativity scene ever sold. The truth involves more struggle, more darkness, more oppression, more grief. The truth is a scandalous young woman sweating and groaning and straining while her older, angel-scolded husband plays clumsy midwife with hard, calloused, unclean, and splintered hands. The truth is a cave stable smelling of afterbirth and blood and manure. The truth is an exhausted virgin mother surviving her ordeal only to have her crude sanctuary invaded by coarse men from the fields, come to rouse her. Strangers smelling of sheep barging into her makeshift birthing room on the invitation of angels to gape at her blood, the gore of her battle, her baby. The truth is genocide, the slaughter of innocents, Egyptian exile, wandering wizards, and somehow, against all odds, joy, the joy that would change everything. As you hang your lights in these dark days, as you decorate your tree and wrap undeserved gifts for those you love, remember that what you do is rebellion, rebellion against the darkness, against joyless despair, against the slaughter of innocents, the oppression of tyrants, and the folly of bureaucrats. That is what Christmas is, and what it always has been. Joy shines brightest in darkness, and the darkness is shattered. Joy always wins. In these darkening times, may your joy be an eruption. May your Christmas cheer burn unquenchably bright. May you be raucous and bold and overflowing in your giving, never sour in your embrace of abstract truths. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. Merry Christmas from New St. Andrews College. This season erupt. That's a, that was great. You happy? Yeah, much better than some of the. I mean, peace on earth. Peace on earth. This is what the angels sang. To the to the shepherds. Yeah. And the stars, right? Yep. Two. Glory to God in the highest. I should show you guys when uh, my kids were younger, Vita and Liv. Uh, uh, there's this little Christmas Advent thing that we did when they were younger. It's super cute. You should hear them. Peace on earth. Goodwill to Pretty cute. Pretty cute. Something, someday I'll play the video. But Thanks for sharing. Yeah. You had to have been there, apparently. Hey, no. hey y'all. Welcome. No, no. No, your it's, kids it, are cute. Yeah. Your kids are cute. Hey, y'all. It's welcome true. to Cross Politic. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox. I'm the water boy. Brittany is free.
And we got William Wolf coming up for the uh, uh, interview on kind of the recent Supreme Court case that's actually before the Supreme Court right now on 303. Will you have uh, religious freedom? Find out in 15 minutes. To build your own website. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview and fellowship with other families. They provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States, and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website today at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. So you guys remember Brittany Griner? Uh, no. A WNBA oh. player. Yeah. She was over playing in Russia uh, last uh, four months ago this summer, in okay. July, I believe. I believe it was in July. And then she's leaving to come back to the U.S. and checking her bags in, went through security, and apparently had a little pot in her uh, it was, pot in her purse or whatever, it, it pot was, in her bag. It was yeah, it was in her vape. Yeah, in vape her vape, juice. You know, yeah. okay. you know supposedly vape supposedly had you know legal standing to have it from the doctor, note from a doctor. And so a on U.S. So standing. Yeah, well, I think I think it was, I think it was approved. Okay. Internationally, so from what I've read, I've read both sides, but supposedly it was approved. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. You know. Putin doing Putin. He rested her and threw her in the pen. <laughs> Um, and just this last week, uh, Brittany was traded. They traded Brittany. So, you know, it was a, what do you call it? It's a fair trade, fair. fair trade, coffee bean trade or whatever. I don't know about that. Uh, and she was traded for apparently for some sort of gun warlord, uh, that we had here in the U S right. uh, and, Victor and but here's, here's Biden's, uh, comments about her release moments ago, standing together with her, my Sherelle, uh, the Oval Office, I not, spoke to She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. She represents the best America, best about America. It is across the board, everything about her. We never <laughs> forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. We brought home Trevor Reed when we had a chance earlier this year. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We will never give up. We remain in close touch with Paul's family, the Whelan family. And my thoughts and prayers are with them today. They have to have such mixed emotions today. And we'll keep negotiating in good faith for Paul's release. I guarantee that. I say that to the family. I guarantee you. All right. So Paul, Paul is a former military. Uh, He's a Marine. Uh, Marine. Marine. Yeah. And, yeah. and he was tried under um, spying, some sort of spying in Russia, some sort of yeah, yeah. involvement. So and, they and, move him to a different category than they do yep. Brittany. And, and, and so he's been in yeah. in the pen, the the Russian pen, since 2018. Um, and so, so I don't know if I trust Biden in a different category, but well, I think he's I think he's telling the truth. What he's going to do is they're going to talk as much as possible. He promises we're going to talk. Yeah, but, he ain't saying nothing about but, getting. But notice, you know, but notice who's know. not in a different category. They're they're gun lord, they're warlord, right? Yeah. Not our pot smoking. Uh, M- yeah, don't, w- don't we have a, a pot smoking <laughs> Russian that we can trade him for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't think no. They want him. And Vladimir Putin's like, you know what? You're you're a pot smoker. We're our gun lord. Yeah. You know. So you know? Here's, here's here's a couple things right off. Um, you got to remember these are American citizens. So 
we should be after them. Okay, they're Americans. Right. Bottom line, yeah. dot the end. We should be yeah, after no. them. And and, yep. and I would say, uh, especially our women. Okay, so although they don't respect women, and our country right now is having a problem trying to define what a woman is, either yeah. up to yeah. the Supreme yeah. Court, right. we know That's what right. a woman is, That's right. and we want to honor women the way that they should be honored, regardless if they choose not to do it at all. So sure. if we have to choose, first of all, first of all, we America, straight America, you give us our people. Right. Okay. We ain't have no conversation. Russia has dictated this whole trade. I know. And yeah. they have said, listen, they yeah. told American, they told them, they said the officials, they said, listen, here's what you got. You get Britney or you get nobody. I don't. That's what they said. I don't know of this kind of America. And Biden's like, all right, all right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it, you, know, you got to remember Trump. We was in office. He was in office too when Waylon was arrested. He didn't get him. Yeah. You know? So Trump. Trump was so in office 2018. This is, yeah. But but I was Jason Whitlock wrote a column on this. I thought it was really really intelligent. One of the things that the that Putin knows about us is that we're compromised. He knows that, and so regardless of what Britney had, if it was illegal, if it wasn't illegal, he knows that there is a culture in America that is driving it, the woke mob, the LGBTQ powers that be, and there's a virtue that America values over everything else from that group, right? And so he's like, you know what? I'm going to grab her because I know that— She's a pawn. She's a pawn to get me to the place that I want to get with the person who I— who yeah. they have that I want. Yeah. And so he used that pawn in order to manipulate us to get to give up this merchant of death, yeah. right? So it's and like so, an intersectional yeah. um, negotiation. He, you know, he, you got the black, you got the LGBT, you got the woman, yeah. and, and, yeah. and Putin and he, wins. And he knows, he knows that's our religion. And he, that's way more valuable than a military yeah. um, asset. Yeah, okay, so yeah. you, you weren't seeing the kind of news coverage or the media over, over Paul. Right. It wasn't the same at all, no, not even no, close. No. Right. And no, so, and, and this is really interesting with Van Jones. Now, Van Jones was on the new morning show over at CNN, and they were asking him, what does this mean to America? Uh, she's female, she's LGBTQ, she's black, and she's extraordinary. She's excellent. She's overcome. She's, a, she's an icon. She's done everything you can do in her sport and more, and yet she still wasn't safe. She was snatched off of a plane and treated like, like trash. And we didn't let it stand. Uh, Americans came together. And I think that Biden uh, and Kamala Harris, uh, this is one of the things that they're going to be, I think, the most proud of. Uh, I think Americans can stand together on this one. Uh, but where we say that right now, when she comes off that plane, when she walks off that plane, when her wife hugs her, when that moment happens, that is going to be decade defining. People will remember that and it should show us what we can do. When we stand together, can show us what we can do when we don't give up on people. Notice a talking point he had right from the beginning. Yeah. Now, I wanted to know if Van Jones is writing for the White House or if he's getting talking points from the White House, because he said almost exactly the same way. The she represents said, the, yeah, 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 the, the yeah. she represents the best of America, represents yeah. all of America. It's like, yeah. whoa, what is, wait a second. Yeah. I sure hope not. Yeah. <laughs> In a couple right. different reasons. But um, one of the things that I, you have to understand is who we're talking about here. OK. In the context of this. I didn't really know much about this person until this whole thing started. Right. 60 Minutes did a little expose on what this trade actually looks like. You got this gun lord Who is. this gun lord is, yeah. Victor Bout. Okay. Victor Boot, uh, in, in my eyes, um, is one of the most dangerous men on the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. Without a doubt. <laughs> Mike Braun, the former chief of operations for the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, told us Boot first exploded on the scene in war-torn West Africa in the late 1980s. 
elevating bloody conflicts from machetes and single-shot rifles to... AK-47s, not by the thousands, but by the tens of thousands. So he weaponizes civil war in Africa. He transformed uh -huh. these young adolescent warriors into uh, insidious, mindless, maniacally driven killing machines that operated with assembly line efficiencies. Now 43, boot from the Soviet Republic of Tajikistan, is a mystery man who reportedly served in the Soviet Air Force and Intelligence Service. The U.S. has indicted him on four terror-related charges, including conspiracy to kill Americans. What makes him a threat to the United States? He is a shadow facilitator. He's arming not only designated terrorist groups, uh, insurgent groups, but he's also arming very powerful drug trafficking cartels uh, around the globe. Taking advantage of Russian military contacts at the highest levels and the collapse of the Soviet Union, federal prosecutors allege Boot essentially became a one-stop shop, offering an unlimited supply of stockpiled Cold War weapons to bad guys around the world, including Charles Taylor of Liberia, who's now on trial for war crimes. According to the U.S. indictment, Boot had a unique selling point when it came to weapons trafficking a fleet of cargo airplanes capable of transporting weapons and military equipment anytime, anywhere. More than 60 planes in all wow. with his own private air force. Those Russian aircraft uh, were built like flying dump trucks. He could move this stuff and drop it with pinpoint accuracy to any desert, to any jungle, to any other remote place in the world, right into the hands of what I refer to as the potpourri of global scum. Putin is able to use our immorality wow. against us That's right. to be able to get back this type of person. And because we are so immorally, since we're morally compromised and right. we have so much immorality, we can't see good trades. And here's a good example. Last year in August, what did we mess up really, really bad in Afghanistan? That was a we right. screwed up a, a, just yeah. a horrible. That, we were talking about this today. Horrible exit. They have night vision. We don't even got night vision. We left billions of dollars in, in weaponry over there. And now, a year later, we are giving up one of the most wicked, brilliant, evil minds of war out there. And we don't see it. Now, I'm not trying to say either or. We're America. We're not giving up this warlord. And you're going to give us our people back, period. Right. Yeah. right? But what we're not going to do is give you back this Wicked, a, wicked a man. Smoker for who, a gun lord. Well, yeah, yeah, we're not. That's not. We're not going to make. We don't. We don't. Right. Trade this. Right? right. And so, what's what's been happening with us because of our broken down morale, we can't seem to make these two trades. Nor can we see. At first, I was thinking like this is a really, really bad trade. Okay, like you got this lady who is fruitless. Right. Right. She she doesn't bear any fruit, and she represents all the things that are wicked that God tells us not That's to right. do. That's right. Right? Yep. right. <laughs> okay? So, and by the way, when you have a lifestyle like this, what you are promoting is ultimately a, a, a fruitless, deathless, death lifestyle, right? right? Right. And so you have, she's trading in one way or another and promoting a form of death herself. Yep. And, yep. and so you see, oh, this is not a great trade. But when you think about it, in one sense, you got a merchant of death with a merchant of death. It's a warlord for a warlord. You know, right. and, and it's different in what they're dealing out, but there's mm -hmm. still death. Mm -hmm. It's still death. Yeah. And this, so in one sense, it's like, this is a horrible trade. In another sense, it's kind of like the immorality is, is, is just well, as well, wicked. Which one's more cancerous for society? Both of them. Both of them are. Right. I don't want either one. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, want either one. Yeah. But I would think 
like the LGBT Look, the NBA, sins are more cancerous to society the, the, than some gun lords. We have the WNBA promoting homosexuality yeah. and abortion yeah. by the millions. Okay, whoever. Yeah. Okay, and then we have uh, warlord Black Lives Matter destroying the family. Yeah. Okay, making warlord. sure making sure that there is no husband in the home. So they Black Lives Matter started by all lesbians. They want to destroy the structure of right. the family so that you right. don't have a normal society right. and promotes abortion. Uh, um, America just codified gay marriage. Oh, I'm, I'm preaching yeah, it for came, myself. It came right I didn't even, it, it just came right on. We just codified yep. gay marriage into law. Yep. And we have Republicans voting for it. Right. 39 of them. And, and all house. of this is fruitlessness and death. Do you right. understand? Right. So, of course, we can't see a trade like this at all. And then... Um, when when you have that kind look, abortion itself, just that kind of murder, that is right. pure death. And there's right. no other numbers that stack up against it. Just what, in America what, alone. What did he call those? The, all those um, planes? His uh, own private fleet. Um, um, uh, dump trucks. Dump trucks. Dump trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. For dump trucks for um, mur- military murder purposes, or something basically. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um But yeah, but that's like I mean that's we've got we've got a fleet of of. Dump, dump trucks of, of bloodshed as well. Yeah. Um, and Planned Parenthood. And, yeah. And and all these these clinics. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this too. Like, do we want do we want to have um, citizens here? Yes, we do. But we're not making trades like this. And we need to understand that what we have here is the same type of wickedness mm-hmm. and death that's permeating our own culture. Right. At the yeah, same we're, time, we're te- we're, we 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 are we've been waging a war of terror on babies. Right. And the family. Right. Yeah. And children. Um, for it, decades. It, and I, the last thing I was going to say is, you know, again, and this is Romans 1. I mean, you you deny God, you don't give him thanks, and it says professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. Um, and, and I don't think we understand, like, no, but, like, really, mm-hmm. like, really, you become fools. Right, right. Like, you reject God, you embrace homosexuality, you exchange um, what is natural for unnatural, mm-hmm. And you really do insane things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's insane things that get people killed, that right. destroys um, civilizations, that destroys nations. And I, and I think people don't get that. Like, it makes you crazy. It makes you mad. It's what happens with, you know, the COVID scamdemic. Yeah, um, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's what happens with the sandsdemic, not having enough people, yeah. population um, implosion. It's what happens with economic policies. I mean, all these things. I mean, this is what comes downstream from rejecting God. Right. And and just I was thinking about this while you were talking, but you know, Biden has said, hey, that she represents the best of America or represents America properly. Van Jones, like she represents what and I was like, no, she does. And then I stopped and thought about this for a second. Like, like actually wait a second. Right? She represents us. She might Maybe just she does. Probably represent pretty, yeah. unfortunately. Well. I don't yeah. like the yeah. way that right. we're being yeah. Mm. yeah. Wish wish she didn't. Wish she didn't. Right. But that might be. I want the- Jesus to represent us. Mm. William Wolf, up next. What's going on in the Supreme Court? You're about to find out if you're going to be able to be a Christian in business and continue <laughs> to hold those values. Up next with William Wolf on Cross Politics. Putting off writing that proposal again? Yeah, we've been there. Proposal writing can be tough, it takes work. And if you're not careful, you can set up your company for failure. Well, that's where we come in. Smart Pricing Table is an innovative application that focuses on, well, the pricing table. Instead of a static document and constant back and forth, our platform creates interactive proposals that empower your prospects. Not sure if something is needed? Make it optional. 
Have complicated services that vary? Let your customer do the work with line item upsells. Have reoccurring services? Easy peasy. With Smart Pricing Table, you can create attractive proposals quickly. And our system is built for reuse, so you can get out of that hamster wheel. Give your customers choice and close deals quickly with Smart Pricing Table. All month long. That's right. It's Handel's Messiah. Can I, get, can I get my, uh, you know, my, 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 what's that, what's that? My Yaman. Yeah, no. Yaman. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, okay. No, right. we're not doing that. All right. No, All right. still not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. And as always, we apologize for Gabe. Yes. <laughs> it's Christmas. I'm so, starting to get there. <laughs> even he's going to apologize. <laughs> Since it's Christmas, you should join our club. This is a new ad. I love this. During December, the first 75 people to upgrade their membership or join our gold or platinum club membership get Where'd it go? our brand spanking new 32-ounce Kodiak Christmas water bottle. It's a beautiful water bottle. It's red. Christmas yeah. red. Santa Claus red. Yeah. And a free subscription to our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine. By joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast army... Not only will you be aiding in our fight to take down secular and legacy media, yep. but you'll also get access to content placed in our club portal, such as past shows, all our conference talks, exclusive content for club members that you won't be able to find anywhere else. You also always get discounts at our conferences. We don't have the big money of woke media, and no. so our club members are crucial to this fight. So join the movement, join our army, and sign up today at fightlaughfeast.com. Mm. We're very grateful to have with us right now, Mr. William Wolf back on. This is, I mean, this is a second, number two. Number second two. time, like yeah. just in a couple months here. So yeah. um, he's a, he did good the first time. It was pretty <laughs> yeah, good. It, so it, we're it, like, all right. It, know, all right. Yeah, keep yeah. him on the list. All right. All right. Ten year veteran of a conservative political movement. He served as senior official in the Trump administration as a deputy assistant secretary of defense at the Pentagon and a director of legislative affairs, a department of state. Um, William, He's connecting. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me back, guys. Glad to hear I uh, earned a second appearance. We'll see <laughs> if I get a third one. Yeah, this is this is a test, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the um, we've got this 303 creative um case Supreme Court Supreme, yeah. case was heard on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um. Can you bring us up to speed? What is this case and what's going down? Yeah. Well. Uh, Apparently, if you're a Christian in Colorado, it's open season, right? Like oh, we yeah. are, yeah. you know, we are really like two Supreme Court justices away from the Colorado vacation of the United States. Oh. That was a bad. That was a bad thing to try to say. Colorado. <laughs> anyway, so Colorado. What's that? Colorado. 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 <laughs> um, uh, so let's see. So uh, three or three creative is a web design business, right? Um, and it's run by a woman who uh, believed that uh, recent. Uh, speech laws in Colorado were discriminatory. So she filed a proactive lawsuit actually against um, the Coalition on Civil Rights, I believe that is. So it's being adjudicated by the Colorado Solicitor General. And she's arguing that she's concerned that these speech laws are going to compel her to create websites that go against her conscience. And so really, this is, this is an interesting case. It's at the intersection of religious liberty and free speech. Uh, what Kristen Wagoner, the lead defense uh, for the uh, plaintiff, argued 
was that the law would compel her to say things that she does not believe. So when it comes to free speech in the United States of America, the First Amendment protects us from the government um, making us say things and stopping us from saying things, right? So this is a making us say things case. And so it's being primarily argued on that grounds, not so much on the religious liberty grounds. However, this individual, this website creator is a Christian, and her number one concern is to be required to make websites potentially for homosexual marriage celebrations. And she feels like she'd absolutely be unable to do that. Uh, so we've seen similar cases come out of Colorado before with the masterpiece cake shop, Jack Phillips. He's been in and out of the court for the last over half a decade. Mm -hmm. His life has essentially been ruined. You know, there are some people out there, you know, it's, it's impossible not to name him, David French, who argues that somehow Christians and free speech defenders are on the ascendancy here in the United States. But when you've spent the better part of a decade in and out of a court, just so you don't have to celebrate perversion, I wouldn't say that that's exactly quote unquote winning that's right so the the oral arguments were heard this week uh we won't get a decision in this case until june but it seems like everyone's takeaway and i would highly recommend following some people like roger severino the heritage ryan anderson with the ethics and public policy center those are two guys who are on top of cases like these mm. everyone seems to anticipate that uh three or three creative will prevail in this case the question is whether it'll be five four or six three so you mentioned the the masterpiece cake um, deal, Jack Phillips. Why are we back here again? I mean, this are, we already had a case like this out of Colorado, we're already you know from Colorado to the yeah. Supreme Court, and we're back again. Why why are we back here again? Well, I mean, in the big picture, we're back here because of you know sexual orientation and gender identity SOGI laws, right? So you had SOGI laws that set the table. For, uh, for those who believe in things like, you know, men are men and women are women and marriage is between a man and a woman, whether that's because of your religious beliefs or just because of your conscientious convictions. So you had SOGI laws that set the table for lawsuits like these. Then you get a Burgerfell, which really bust out and, you know, burst open the dam gates on this. But Jack Phillips was solicited by a, a homosexual couple to bake a cake for a wedding. And he, uh, he denied to do that because he thought it was a violation. To, um, to make art to celebrate something that was sin was a violation of his sincerely held religious beliefs. And he fought that all the way to the Supreme Court, but the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, you know, the misnamed Civil Rights Commission, that's really just the, like the inquisitor of Christians in Colorado. <laughs> uh, they right. came after him too aggressively. And so eventually the Supreme Court ruled on a, like a narrow ground that they were not being religiously neutral in their pursuit of him, but they did not give a complete victory to say Jack Phillips and people like him have the ability to decline to participate in these creative ceremonies and displays um, and not be sued for it. Okay. So we're hoping that this case gives Christians in Colorado and around the country that victory. What are what are some of the arguments? You know, you, I've seen some of them pop up and have been able to keep track of all of them. But as you've listened to the arguments, are you kind of like, oh, my goodness, this is not good? <laughs> you know, sometimes even the people who are on your side as they're arguing, you're like, really, that's the argument you're going to make? What are some of the arguments that stuck out to you for and against this? Sure. Well, uh, you know, Alliance Defending Freedom um, outside of your local church might be when Canon Press and you guys might be <laughs> one of the best organizations in our country right now. Wow. Right. Like they are doing mm. absolute yeoman's work, making sure that Christians and conscientious, conscientious objectors to the LGBT regime have an ability to live freely in the United States of America. 
But it is interesting that their lead attorney really argued this primarily on grounds of compelled speech, the compelled speech doctrine, that the government cannot coerce an individual to say things that they don't believe in. So, so it's interesting Christians see this, I think, rightly as a religious liberty case, but just to know that the argument is primarily on a compelled speech ground. That's just an interesting point on the for argument. I mean, on the against arguments, I mean, it, it really, the gloves came off in the and the Colorado Solicitor General, the state level Solicitor General, confessed, said out loud to Justice Alito that the Christian view of marriage is similar to a view of marriage that would deny service to an interracial couple. Mm. So they're, they're making the one-to-one equation here. Our, our b- religious beliefs on marriage are equivalent to segregation, Jim Crow racism. They've said it out loud. I mean, we knew it was coming, but they right. finally said it. Well, you know, that's, I mean, that's included in the, in this uh, disrespect for marriage act that um, the house just passed today um, 39 Republicans I joining Democrats, yeah. yep. sending it to um, the, the you know, um, president's Simpson, desk. Simpson was one of them out of Idaho. I know it. Even yeah. our, because he's, isn't oh, he Mormon? Man. Is he Mormon? Yeah, he's Mormon. Mormons, he's Mormons yeah. are pushing for this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, that, you know, is already conflating, uh, you know, interracial marriage and, and um, homosexual. LGBT yeah. um, stuff. But I kind of want to know. William, as you heard that argument being made, what was your first retort against that? How did, what's your response to that? Uh, well, I mean, I, my response is that the Colorado Solicitor General has no understanding of basic Christian doctrines and beliefs. I was, I was thinking to myself, if I was a Supreme Court justice, my next question would be like, uh, sir, are you familiar with the Christian faith whatsoever? <laughs> right? Like this guy is, you know, he's trying to make an argument comparing you know, ra- racial animosity or ra- racial prejudice to, you know, s- thousands of year old convictions on marriage of the largest religion in the world, right? So this man, he, he clearly needs to do world religions 101. So these, <laughs> these these guys, they just have caricatures, these progressive activists in, you know, particularly in the legal system, they just have caricatures of what Christians believe. Now, uh, to his benefit slightly, the uh, deputy solicitor general of the United States who is joining in the suit, he tried to walk that back a little, but you know, once it's been said, it, it can't be unsaid. It's out there. <laughs> Do you think the way that we understand discrimination because of the civil rights movement has messed up um, the, just the idea that there are some things that we don't want to allow and because we, we don't allow those things doesn't mean that it's wrong, right? So we think if we see any form of discrimination, then all of a sudden we are treating people the way that we treated black people. and, and or, some, or do we think we, there ought to be a law too? Right. Well, and but some of it is like, are you really, you know, equating the color of my skin to your choice of sexual identity? You know? or, or gender mutilation? Yes. They are. Yeah, that's, but that's really like that massive insult first there. But do you, how do you view the way that we understand discrimination to the way that it's kind of been taken over by the left? Well, I, I don't want to get into too much trouble with you guys here, but obviously the Civil Rights Movement, the Civil Rights Act, really changed the way that we understand freedom of association and freedom of business in the United States. I mean, there's appropriate reasons that you should be able to decline to do business with people, one of them being your religious beliefs, right? But we sort of have squished everything in, sex, gender, race, religious beliefs, into this one sort of anti-discrimination bucket uh, when those are fundamentally different things, right? Like, 
you know, uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, Knox, you know, for decades now, gay rights activists have been trying to make sexual orientation yep. to be understood as an immutable characteristic of an individual. And as such, to deny them anything on the basis of that is discrimination equivalent to, you know, Jim Crow era segregation. Uh, William, just really quickly, we're almost out of time, but um, on the flip side, I mean, do you have any ideas? I mean, we frequently conservatives and Christians were on the defensive on this that's right. Uh, yeah. This whole area, That's right. we've been fighting defensive rear yeah. action, mm-hmm. you know, rear guard actions since basically then or before. Any ideas for Christians in terms of pushing a, a biblical um, understanding of the distinction between these things um, in, into the public square? Well, yeah, I mean, frankly, churches have to like kill uh, racial wokeness in their churches because. Once you start onboarding anything related to a woke understanding of Christianity, it starts with race relations and then it immediately leads over to, you know, the LGBT issue. Right. So churches need to fortify themselves against wokeness um, in the culture and at the political level. Um, you know, there there is a legislative solution that was called the First Amendment Defense Act that was proposed after Obergefell, which at least at the federal level would say the government cannot discriminate against anybody because of their um, because of their beliefs on marriage. So it's kind of like anti-discrimination on top of anti-discrimination, but it helps sort of fix that misunderstanding in terms of equating religious beliefs with skin color. I actually worked on a bill when I was at Heritage Action. Uh, we got a hearing on it. You could watch the congressional hearing. But back then, man, that was 2016. And the Republicans were so bad back then that they never wanted to bring that bill to to the floor for a wow. vote. Wow. So quite frankly, conservatives and Christians have an uphill battle in getting elected representatives to want to defend marriage again. No doubt about it. So what's your take on the Disrespect for Marriage Act? Where Okay, you got to wait for that. Can you Can you hang on for another minute? Yeah, man. Let's go go backstage and we'll answer that question. All right. right. Um, If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. And if you have backstage, we'll see you backstage with William Wolf because I got another question. And you probably got your cross politic water bottle, too, if you're in the backstage. All right. Now, It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger.